everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Ill-Equipped Podcast, the podcast where we go on a musical journey together. I'm joined today by Bernie Sanders. How's it going? Hi. Uh, what was that thing that he says in the meme? I'm once again asking for your help. Where are you calling from, Bernie? I'm calling from uh, uh, Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Today. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I just took a fresh swig of water. The water is so much finer up here. Um, sure. Let's go ahead and talk about some music, Joshua. All right. So uh, this podcast is a podcast where it's all about music discovery. I give TJ an album to listen to. He gives me an album to listen to. We're going to talk about this. The album I gave TJ last week was a new album from the one and only Grimes. So let's get into it. What do you think? Grimes' new album. about Grimes real quick, first of all? Do you know how to but say the we... album, by the way? Because I don't. Um, yeah, and I looked up the... Okay, the, uh, the the name of the album by Grimes is Miss Anthropocene. Um, that word, it's an unusual word. You really don't hear it often. It has to do with uh, like the uh, the way humans affect the environment around them. It's like a, um, and, and it's like a like a period of time that can be characterized by humans affecting the. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Seems like a Grimes thing, if you ask me. She's <laughs> <laughs> naming her album Miss Anthropocene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Grimes. Let's um, do it. Miss Anthropocene. Grimes is a person, um, or. Should I even say that? Grimes is somebody who claims to be a uh, extraterrestrial coming to Earth, who who is here on Earth um, for a visit. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I I actually read her uh, her bio when I was listening to this album, and it says that um, she will record her last Earth album in 2020. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so this is the last Earth album that Grimes will be recording. Lucky us. Um, yeah. So, Josh, what do you think about Grimes' whole uh, Grimes's Grimes' whole uh, aesthetic aesthetic she has going on here? I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for like weirdos and like weirdo celebrities, kind of like MF Doom. We talk about him a lot, but he had this whole like thing where he was a super villain that came back. And it's gonna take over the world. I don't. I think it's cool. I mean, uh, yeah, it has some charm to it. Yeah. It does. Um. And so Grimes burst out with her most uh, her previous album. I think it was called like Pills or something like that. And that one absolutely destroyed. Uh, in the like, it did really well for her. It blew up as this nice art pop album. Yeah. That uh, everybody will be talking about for a long time to come. That's where I kind of first got wind of her, but I had never actually listened to her. Um, turns out she's pretty great, but I don't think it's what I expected. I I was really expecting some experimental stuff going on here. Um, I don't really think that's what I got, but I definitely had a good taste of the Grimes experience. Um, so the album 
I don't know, right off the bat can be characterized as this sort of art pop sound. Um, and in a whole bunch of elements of your standard pop music, but she's also distorting it in her own ways, adding on these like unusual layers and melodies uh, and things with the production that don't sound normal. Is it in a way that kind of does feed to this alien extraterrestrial influence that she um, claims to have on her music? Um, sorry, that she does have on her music. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's really interesting to listen to. Um, that, however, I think there were a lot of moments on the album where I was just caught. So, what, what am I? What am I really getting here? Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you What did you think first listen? Uh, I didn't like. I haven't let it sink in or anything. I didn't like actually intently listen super hard. But I mean, I liked kind of. The distortion of modern pop ideas on a lot of the tracks it wasn't like nothing crazy but i don't know i kind of made me think like this would have been super crazy like a few years ago but i feel like the like scale has shifted towards like we're more desensitized to experimental sounds especially i noticed it's like billy eilish she's like a pretty she would be pretty like crazy lot of her ideas but it's kind of like we kind of don't see it as crazy as it is and i don't know i feel like maybe it's partly billy eilish's fault or just a general movement from super standard music but yeah i mean i really i liked the sound she was going for it's not my thing per se but i liked uh her ideas i think her voice is really cool and unique it stands out as grimes I think, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, I definitely agree what you're talking about with, like, the culture of pop music changing. Maybe mm -hmm. that's why it's so, um, it's not as interesting as I wanted it to be. But going through the album a little bit, you know, going a little further, there's definitely this feeling that you get of, you know, kind of an unsettling sort of, Maybe she actually is an extraterrestrial. Um, it, it, she does that really well. She kind of feeds to her well. Um, and throughout the album, there's a lot of really nice moves that she made. Uh, there's this song. Oh, I think it's it's in the beginning of the album. I forget the name of it. It's just like this acoustic pop song. Oh that yeah, has yeah. Like her voice over it, but the the actual acoustic like instrumentation is distorted. Um, interesting ways, and the songwriting is brilliant. I think it, it it's so simple as far as the instrumentation goes, but voice just soars over that thing, and she does it so well. It it sounds great. Like it it, it doesn't sound like your typical acoustic. Right. Uh, that song's called "Delete Forever." Um, I'll put. That's the lead single. I'm pretty sure. Like it has a music okay. video and everything. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. That's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
there's a couple other moments on the album that I thought were just really solid, really good moments. And these kind of things happen all throughout the album. You kind of have like a lot of this like pop to the album. And that's like what you There's a lot of these moments where she throws in something that really do kind of stand out and catch your attention. Um, I think Violence. Violence was a really solid tune. It was kind of a standard pop tune, but the way, like, I don't know, it's unsettling because she's talking about, like, no, craving violence. don't support that. I, I don't support that. <laughs> but good. Um, it's uh, it, it it's really unsettling the it's way she thing. sings it, the way she writes it. Yeah, it's definitely part of her thing to be kind of a villain, almost like a villainous alien kind of vibe. There was like an article on is she a villain or is she an anti-hero? That I saw on Twitter that I mean it kind of it's a meme but I yeah. think it's she plays into it I think it's interesting it's oh yeah you hear that song I think it's called Four A.M. or A.E.M. Yeah I listened to that and one the, the, there's the there's a scale on that song that she uses that's like. You know, I can't really pinpoint exactly where it would be from, but it's somewhere from the Middle East, South Asia. Yeah. Such a beautiful scale that she's singing with. Goodness. Um, that's another big highlight of going through the album. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of going through the list of all these things I thought were so interesting to see on a pop album. Mm-hmm. Takes it further away from pop and more into art. There's another song, New Gods. Um, definitely the best song on the album. Her vocal performance in this song is incredible. She She's just killing it. Oh my goodness. Um, and it's kind of a ballad about like ruined a love searching for this like new sense of purpose. Yeah. I was worshiping you. Now, um, now I need. Um, really great song. Really solid. It sounds amazing. Uh, honestly, kind of after that, she loses me a little bit. Mm. Long <laughs> album. It's kind of a long album, and uh, you know, there's most of this album is kind of just. Um, but honestly, I would definitely recommend that people listen to this that you take a step away from you know your from your Dua Lipa's she's been blowing up (laughs) take a a step away from those and uh, get a listen to Grimes Um, this it's really great Um, Mm -hmm. art pop is you know always typically a little different definitely recommend that anybody that enjoys they're gonna find what they like there, um, but you're also gonna find like, like super interesting things that make you think, super interesting things that give you this uh, 
don't know, kind of aversion sometimes to it. Uh, it it plays off really, really well. It, it does a good job. Of yeah. The album calls itself Miss Animal. The Human Condition. Really good. Mm-hmm. Don't know what she's singing about in most of the songs. I will say that. <laughs> you had um, a fun rating. The, the, a fun rating yeah um the rating for this album would be like i don't know let's go with like what's the what's the capital of new mexico <laughs> you asked me a geography question you want me to yeah. look it up yeah what, what do you got <laughs> new mexico Not albuquerque no, it's I thought Albuquerque, but it's not Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Okay, so this album I'm gonna give a Santa Fe, New Mexico, out of <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico. What we got? Uh, listen to this album. Listen to this album if you like pop. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> I think I. Uh, we can move on. I'm done. I'm done with that. Uh, I, uh, I I will say this album. Didn't, but Josh, last week I gave you, uh, oh, the album Man Alive. But what Man do you alive. think of that? Uh, Man Alive. Well, first of all, mm, I think I've heard of King Crow before. His there is, I think it's headed by one guy. He's like the center piece the singer but their last album the ooze was a pretty big underground the underground like punk like indie rocky kind of you know like the pitchfork crowd and such but i I never i never listened to it just because i never got around to it but coming to this album i didn't really know what to expect i knew he was like probably some form of rock music i mean that's all i knew i knew he's from england or something i think england uk but i was mm, this album has a very unique energy that i don't get a lot i def i'd classify it as post-punk just as a general genre it takes like the energy and vibe and instrumentation of punk music it gives it a new uh, avenue, kind of like it has. It has a new way to give that energy. It's very surprisingly stripped back a lot of the time. Like it, the guitars aren't super distorted. They aren't super loud. There's not like a. It's not full. The instrumentation's not like full, like you would get from a normal punk album. I saw in the Apple Music description. Described it as minimalist punk, I guess, which I could see. Like, it's yeah. definitely more stripped back. It's definitely more emphasis on his voice and, like, the lead guitar. Like, those are the emphasis. Emphasizes. That's what's emphasized throughout the album. And I don't know. It has a very unique energy with that because you always think of punk as this very full, loud ethos this full loud sound hey it's down with the man yeah Screw exactly brexit right 
Right. But this album isn't really that. It's kind of there's some like definitely some positive themes throughout this album. It's kind of uplifting what he's singing about at parts. Okay. And it's the overall energy it just I don't know. It never unusual. It's unusual, but I don't think it never like grabbed me and like made me pulled me in and wanted made me like pay attention to what's happening. I don't know if you got that vibe at all. But like Yeah. You can what do you do you think in general about it? Oh well I yeah, okay, I, I didn't listen to like what this guy was singing about the whole time. Yeah. Um I kinda did here and there. Uh, moments of dreariness, but also moments of uh, optimism. But, yeah, if I were to lay an analogy on this album, I would say it's, uh, or a simile, sorry. I, I would say it's like, you take like this British journalist who's been in North Korea for like 10 years, <sighs> and now he wants to make a punk album. That's kind of what this sounds like. Huh. <laughs> it's like he's been in this like you know surreal form of isolation interesting to make a punk album mm. yeah that's that i kept coming back to that thought um that's what made sense to me at least it's really interesting yeah it, i mean it, i it, could hear it, it yeah it doesn't have that 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 you're used to like yeah. you said it doesn't have the fire you know the fire it but it's like i don't know it's like this guy has had some time to think yeah about what he wants this to sound like and mm-hmm. i think the really redeeming quality here of this yeah it sounds like a punk guy got really reflective you know like he started reflecting on things and he kind of like took a step back from the loud punk music you know yeah and it's really unique i haven't heard it a bunch it's really interesting but it just didn't grab me to be on i don't know what it was about it that didn't maybe it's just the whole idea of it is not what i'm typically looking for yeah you know i mean i haven't been i haven't gotten a lot of time to just sit and like think about it which maybe i I never felt, but I never felt compelled to, you know? I just never felt like I wanted to, which is not a knock. I really, I mean, I think the album's really cool. I liked it in general. I'd recommend it for fans of punk music to try it out. But, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about it. It was cool. I'd I'd listen to King Cruel in the future. Yeah, it it left a positive impression of King Cruel, I think. Yeah. We could say anything for sure. Yeah. So if I was to rate this, um, I'd probably say something to the effect of stranded British punk rocker out of Chicago. All right. You, <laughs> yeah, you can think of that on your own time. 
Yeah, I, I will. I'll, I'm going to move on to our next album. Yeah, our highlight um, albums. These are albums that we album. choose to listen to. Yep. So I was doing a bit of research. I kept finding a bunch of dry indie albums that didn't really do it for me. So you know what, Josh? I have a country album for you this week. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, it's really good. It's a, it's a really solid country album. Um, it's from uh, Katie Pruitt. The name of the album is Expectations. Um, so when you think of country, and especially when I think of country, I, I want to address this first of all about um, I am going into it expecting some sort of um, like down-to-earth, uh, very like uh, in touch with reality sort of music. Sure, like um, humble music, yeah, humble music, exactly. Yeah. Music where um, the artist is—it's very sweet to listen to. It's very, uh, very—I don't know. I want to say everyday, but that's not always the case. Uh, mm. But there's a lot of just like relatable stuff that these artists are going to be singing about. Yeah. That was definitely the case, like back in the nineties. Sure. Since then, country music has kind of shifted in a really bad direction. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, we, last week we talked about the Justin Bieber and Florida Georgia Line "Yummy" remix, um, the song of the decade, and that's at a, least. I, <laughs> Yeah, I I think that's a problem. Um, we we get these uh. It's okay to have a blending of genres that creates beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this sort of blending of genres, I think, is not. They don't want it to be a blending of genres. They want it to be the new country. Yeah. So they're like blending all this pop, like production. With the traditional instrumentation, the traditional songwriting, and mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose of why I want to listen to country or pop music. It's a bunch of rich people talking about like their rich people things. It's yeah. a bunch of rich people, you know, talking about like a party. It's very braggadocious. Or this or that. Fun. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what country music is becoming, um, and it's losing some of the organic charm of its lyricism. It's losing some of the organic charm of creation. Um, and nowadays, you're kind of from the um, you know true to form country that people want. Yeah. Fortunately. This album came out last week. Again, I'll say Katie Pruitt, the album name Expectation, does this very well. She holds true to a very traditional country sound. Um, and what she sings about is so great. Like, it's, I don't know. I'll start with the music. So the album is just, uh, I don't know. It's what you would expect from a night. Guitar and this, uh, these nice, like, 
rough cut drums in every uh, every have uh, your like lap steel guitar and violin and a bit of strings here. Do you wanna can oh, you scoot happens. up your mic a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, my bad. No, you're good. I actually I have kind of a cold today. Oh, it's fine. Get right in there. Let's hear it. Get right in there. Get in there with the cold voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm coming in hot. You might not be able to understand some of my syllables. So um, just go but, for it. Uh, I'll go for it. Um, <laughs> again, I'll say that this does have like that country instrumentation that I'm looking for. Um, and it's really sweet. It's like uh, it's kind of like that. That's what you want to sit down and warm you up in both the summer and the winter. And for me, it was a really great album to listen to in the winter. It kept the... Um, and this album for Katie, um, it's has recently gone through a whole lot of like realization and change in her life. And... Um, apparently found like that her music career is kicking off and that uh forward into this new sort of life and um album kind of follows this, this like journey that she went on um specifically the journey of like growing up i think in georgia it, i think it must have been georgia um and so she she grew up you know grew up in a catholic school um she realized as she grew up that that i don't know issues with um being catholic in georgia and there were some issues you know with her with her own self she felt like she was like really being like i don't know pushed down and like oppressed um lived in um and then about halfway through the album she you know is talking about she realized oh shoot i think i'm gay going through the process of like figuring that out you know as a young adult mm -hmm. forward you know growing up in a catholic school catholic family in the south um, it's kind of a situation, and she describes it as a difficult situation for her. Mm. There's specifically one song where she talks about, like, you know, it's, it's full of, like, this uh, preemptive disappointment. Like, I know what my mom's going to say. She's going to be screaming. Yeah. I will roll in her grave. Uh, and <clears throat> it kind of moves forward into this acceptance of her sexuality and an acceptance of like new step, this new chance that she has to move forward um along with um this love and that she's describing um throughout uh like the second half of the album 
and in that you get some like really beautiful songs about love you get some really beautiful songs struggle and confrontation some really you know like i was describing earlier this humble down to earth view of life especially um you know kind of this like untold perspective untold perspective in country music especially untold perspective in the south um i think she might be in nashville mm. she's she has this chance to like really speak to you know who she is and how that's really been unheard for years and years and years um full of songs that i definitely loved off of this uh first one's out of the blue it's in the beginning um and i think it's like this uh like this feeling of love just coming like um and the second one um i don't know actually i think i like every song on this album Nice. I guess the last track, It's Always Been You, is so beautiful. It has such an amazing vocal performance. Yeah, and I mean, if the last track isn't good, your album's not good, right, Josh? Usually. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that last song, It's Always Been You. Uh, is, but honestly, the whole album is great. Um, I love this album. It's going to go on the list here. Um there's a track on here that's bad. Her voice is incredible. <laughs> I didn't even mention that. Her voice is so good. Uh, all I have to say. Nice. Rate it. Got to rate all right. it. All right. Yeah. Um. All of our listeners, if you uh subscribe. No. <laughs> what? You can on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it, yeah. All of our listeners, if you subscribe, if you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, hear me talking about Katie Pruitt. Go listen to her album Expectations because it's very good, and nobody listens to country anymore. Um, most people. Uh, all I have to say, I'll give it a rating of. That was the rating. <laughs> no, that wasn't the rating. <laughs> I'll give it a rating of. Uh. I listened to all songs multiple times out of to all songs multiple times. That's a 10. Yeah, yeah, that is a 10. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's, a that's absolutely a 10. It's a perfect score. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, you know, it's uh, contrasting the what I did versus what I could have done, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. System catch it in all future episodes. Yep. We have a very consistent rating system because we think ratings are very cool and accurate. Yeah. So, Josh, I think you gave this next album a 5 out of 9. I haven't. Um, well, that's a little. Light album for the week. What do you got? I got Royce to 5 9. <laughs> uh, the Allegory. Nice. So, Royce to 5 9, for those who do not follow hip hop very closely, he's been in the game the early 2000s i think maybe even the 90s been around uh he's a detroit rapper he was famous for his features on eminem's projects that's how he kind of got his break but he's really sticked with stuck with it and like honed his craft over the years and 
his last few albums have been very well respected, which you don't always get for hip hop artists like twenty years after their start, <clears throat> like the aforementioned Eminem. But we've already talked about that. So Royce on this new album, the Allegory, has so it's called the Allegory. It's twenty two tracks long. You're kind of expecting a big release. It has a lot of features. Expecting a big conceptual like work of art. Uh a masterpiece here. Yeah, I mean that's what it's set up to be with all of that. Maybe it with I mean, people are just gonna expect that. That's just how it is. He did yeah. all of the instrument instrumentals and beats, which is his first time doing that, doing all of them for an album. He did all of the rapping, obviously. He's still on for his flows he's known and respected as one of the most skilled uh wordsmiths out there. Like that's what he he's known for is his technical ability when it comes to rapping and lyricism. He just always has I mean that's why he's been here for so long. But so this album starts out with a skit bit of a skit which was at a famous Instagram video of like someone teaching his son about like repeat after me he teaches him how to load a gun he teaches him like I don't know you just have to listen to it but I think just my personal opinion before I get into this album because I am going to complain about skits I think skits are bad always unless if Kendrick does them. That's my genuine opinion, and I haven't right. found anything yet all right. to change that view. Because I just don't like the, skits at all. Like what ever. about like the Doom thing? Even I mean, The whole story. If it's that, I guess it's fine. If it's like telling a story, I mean, I still don't like it. I'd prefer if the music told right. the story. I mean, I like Kendrick's. I like Good Kids because those are hilarious, and I think the poem and Pimp Butterfly is really cool. But I mean, I just don't like skits and music. It's a part of hip hop music that I just don't like. But this is a conceptual rap album. It's a concept album about the allegory, kind of. I think he wanted it to be, and this was kind of an issue that I had. Is it's not really an allegory at all. It's kind of just like telling you how it is. You know, it's like very straight up his views on a lot of things, which I is just what I gathered. I did watch Dead and Hit Hop's review of it, and they were talking about how there is a deeper meaning. So go watch their review if you want to hear that. But my personal, this is not a review show. This is kind of a first take impressions kind of show. But I didn't get that the first few times I listened to it. It just kind of seemed kind of like straight up hip-hop, him telling you about different issues, being a black man in America, different issues with healthcare, specifically vaccines. He is, um, he doesn't like vaccines much. So he just, I mean, doesn't, he believes that they give kids autism, stuff like that. Oh, does he? Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but All right. to link to another review, after oh. you listen to this, Anthony Fantano's review talks about it. He goes in depth on it more than I will because I'm not 
I don't. All right. Just watch that to, if you want to hear about that side of it, which is an issue I had, but yeah, little thing. I mean, he's only five nine, so exactly, it would make sense. But this is a lot of preamble about this album. But overall, I really liked it. I think it was really good. The beats, it passes the vibe check hard. If you're looking for conceptual hip-hop, underground, rap, it's just really good. It's like high end of it. Besides the skits and the weird views that you may or may not agree with, I think it is really an incredible album. It's very long, which could be an issue. But the beats are, there's a variety of different beats where it ranges from boom bap inspiration to even modern trap inspiration to uh, MF Doom to wherever it once feels like going lo-fi hip-hop. Just because Royce is, it's his first time producing a full project and I think he just wanted to do a bunch of different sounds maybe. And the lyrics... The flows, this flow's pretty consistent. It doesn't, it doesn't get too crazy. It's very technically impressive, and his lyricism is pretty good. There's some hot bars, but I mean, if you like kind of heady, you have to think about it. Uh, usually more laid back. There are some bangers, a little some boom bap slash modern bangers. But it's very good if you're looking for conceptual hip-hop. I mean, the people who are going to like this album probably already know who this is and already respect him a lot. But if you do like underground rap slash conceptual hip-hop and you don't know about Royce 59 I'd recommend this album a lot. I think it's really cool. I added it to my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles playlist which I'll explain at a later date. But it's a great album. I'd probably rate it mm, pizza time out of two. Uh, but yeah. At least a one and a half. At least a one and a half. But it was right. really good. Good job, Royce. Have to give it a listen. So let's move on. Let's the, move on. To the best portion of the show. Picks oh, for boy. next week. Where we look at this, this is what upcoming next week. Friday, February the twenty eighth. Uh, yeah, sure. Look at yep. albums for February the twenty eighth, and we uh, I choose an album for Chia to listen to. He chooses an album for me to listen to, and report back next week how we feel about it. So, do you have a pick? Because I I do. What's your pick? What do you got? Oh, oh you shoot. you All go. Right, I'll you pick go. first. Um, so every, every, <laughs> okay, I have such a hard time picking an album. Every week we look at the list and I'm like, this is a bunch of freaking artists. I have no idea what they do, who they are, and I want to know all about all of them. Um, and I want to report all about all of them <laughs> to every one of you, every one of you listeners. Um, but, well, the thing about it is you just have to sometimes dive in. And I dived in, I dove. I found this um, <laughs> um, this band called Wasted Shirt. I don't know if you know, Josh. I did a little bit of research on Wasted Shirt. Oh, interesting. What's the band? But their their new album <laughs> is called 
Fungus, Fungus 2. two. <laughs> the album cover is a bunch of freaking cowboys out on hey, the man. plains. It looks fun. Gathering around a nicely decorated table. And there's a, a punk boy back there behind. I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, but I looked up Wasted Shirt. I was like, okay, are these guys actually going to be any good? Um, yeah, it, I, I think they are. It, it's a... Uh, it's a group made up of Ty Seagal, um, oh. using Noise Rocker, and um, Lightning Bolt's Brian Chippendale. I guess, I think he's the um, drummer. Question mark. It's teamed up. These guys are Noise Rock specialists. They teamed up. Uh, they made a band called, called it Wasted Shirt, and maybe that's why their album cover looks so great. Because um, these boys have a good sense of humor, they have a good um, art style that is so much fun. So, Josh, I want you to listen to to for next week. Hey, I'd love to. Since you gave me a loud noise rock album, I think there's a lot of good, pretty big indie releases coming out next week. Soccer Mommy, Rap Boys, Real Estate. Well, we'll probably be talking. Talking about one or two of these. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. But you've inspired me. Since you're giving me a rock album, I'll give you an electronic album. Talking about oh. Tycho's new album, which is someone you haven't heard of, but I, I have. Told you that right before we Flecked. started, and I'm excited. S- oh simulcast. He's on. He or she. I don't know much about Tycho. They are on Mom and Pop Records, which we've talked about in the past. Very good record label. He, from what I've heard in the past, kind of synth wavy electronic. I think this sounds like something you like a lot. So, uh, have and it. I just uh, I want to say first impressions. Judge a book by its cover. These albums, actually, their past two albums have beautiful album covers. Oh yeah, Tycho. Like, yeah, they look so beautiful. It's yeah. just really great photography. Um, let's go. I'm excited. Cool. All right. So our last Simulcast. segment. What we're listening to, aka we talk about any media, any life events, any things we want to talk about uh, from this past week. So it looks like you have some music you want to tell us about. So why don't you, why don't you go ahead? I do I have some music? Um, I yeah. Let's uh, let's take a moment to get hyped for car seat headrest. Whoop, whoop. Uh, great indie rock band. Incredible rock indie rock boys, um, incredible, yeah, absolutely incredible. Next level. Put out a single this week, actually. I think yesterday. Um, kind of different for them. Kind of different. No spoilers. But they they always do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, I know Josh isn't gonna listen to it until the album comes no out. No singles. Um, yeah, but they have an album coming out in May. Uh, just wanna mega hype that. I'm gonna keep bringing. Definitely listen to the rest of their music if you yes, yes, think you yes. would rock in your life. What else? Um, the 1975 has been pretty active lately. They've been putting out songs here and there. Um, there's the, the new song or whatever it's called. Um, that <laughs> Don't ask me, beautiful. brother. <laughs> um, there's this new song, The Birthday Party, that came out. I love that song. It's so good. Fun. Um, 
If you don't know, the 1975 has been a little bit more of a mature sound lately. Um, this R&B-driven alternative rock. Um, really great. Really good stuff. Definitely listen to their new stuff. That they also, another band. Just got to hype these uh, indie Holy? giants. The Holy? Strokes are coming out with music. They have an album coming out. The first one since, like, something like that. It's been a it's while. It's been a long time They've since been on the break. Strokes released. Yeah, the the singer's been doing all of his stuff. And oh, and the guitarist. Great ideas. And the guitarist. Don't They're Alfred. coming back. Alfred? Yeah. Albert. Yeah. Albert Hammond. Albert Hammond Jr. Jr. Yeah. And Julian Casablanca. Yeah. They're coming in hot with some good ideas for the Strokes, and, and it's good. New direction? Good direction? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, move on? Absolutely. I got a wide variety yeah. of things to talk about. I got a lot of different media. Good. So, I just had music. My first thing's a song that I just heard on my new music thing when I was before the show. I was listening to New Music Friday on Apple Music. And I found this band called Cur- Courier Club with their song We All Want to Be There. It's just really fun, loud, energetic dance pop punk. Very reminiscent of like an LCD sound system or a early Arctic Monkeys before they came Black Keys 2. But it's really good. I love dance punk. I think it's a really cool genre that is hard to get right, but when it's right, it's really cool. It's really fun, and I recommend trying it out. Uh, Next, I want to talk about something that I love that I've been watching a lot of, and that's food YouTubers. I mean, food YouTubers are the best content creators that there are. (laughs) That's not entirely true. But, I mean, like, Bon Appetit with Claire, Binging with Babish, Hot Ones, The Whole First We Feast. I mean, I'll, food YouTubers is where it's at. If you love Food Network or stuff like that, or you love food, watch any of those people, and you can watch them, like, for hours and be entertained. I love food YouTubers. They're the future of entertainment. Then lastly, a little bit of hype, a little bit of excitement. Star Wars... The Skyward Saga is done. No more Skywalkers. So what's next for Star Wars? Star Wars The High Republic is next, which is a new series of books, series of comics, maybe TV shows. It's just a new era that we're diving into for Star Wars. It's 200 years before the start of the Star Wars Saga, the very primitive age of the Jedi. And it's the main theme behind it is exploring what the Jedi are scared of, which is really cool because we don't really get any of that because it's just always been Jedi are not scared of anything and they're perfect and they want to fight the Sith. But what are they like before that? And it's before the public Republic covered the whole galaxy. There's going to be space Western stuff. It's going to be hopefully oh. really good canon star wars lore this is where i hoping there was go- i was hoping they were going to go before the prequels and they did and i'm excited for it but yeah that's all well maybe maybe we'll get some movies in that direction too that maybe. Would, would be exciting um but i think it's going to be a while josh should we send him home let's get him out of here
I'm out of here. All right. Um. Uh. Well, what do I have to say this week? Uh. Just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Just want to um. Give you a little kiss. Um. Tell That's you to cute. drive safe. I just yeah. That was quite a few. Oh no. I take it back. Um. Hmm. What else? I gotta make some shout out. Shout out the socials. Yeah, shout out the socials. We have not posted anything yet, but we do have an Instagram at ill-equipped things on Instagram. Um, find us there. Follow us. If we get one follower, we'll start posting things. That'd be cool. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Um, yeah. Got it. And we also have a playlist. So listen to that if you actually want to, you know, talking about listen to some of this uh, music that we'll, we'll throw all that on there. You can listen to it. I think right now it's got all the stuff from all of our episodes. So that's like six episodes. Um, a lot of music. A lot of music. Check it out. It's all pretty solid stuff for the most part. We didn't put Justin Bieber on there. So either of the was, yummies. Uh, yeah, neither yummy is on there. We might put both on there this week, though. Yeah. Go ahead and get on out of here. Come ah. back next week. We're going to talk about Tycho. We're going to talk about uh, the other album that I gave Josh from Wasted Shirt uh, right. and some other music. Thanks Bye -bye. for discovering with us. <laughs>